Jeff, Laura, and Backstage Ben. Things we said on the radio. Special edition of Attitude of Gratitude, normally Mondays and Fridays at about this time. What are you grateful for? 11053-975-975. Shocker. It's an extension of the long weekend. I'm grateful for... Well, the meal was delicious. Am I wrong to say that leftovers taste better? It's like oh. they've, they've got a chance for extra flavors to meld. Yeah. Yeah. There is something special about leftovers. Different. Not, not the same kind of deliciousness as Night Of. So, different kind of deliciousness. The day after, we end up making, we get the leftover white rolls. Yeah. We, oh, yeah. Basically, it's glorified like Wonder Bread. Doesn't matter. Split those in half. I put some um, gravy back on a pot, get it nice and bubbly again. Then I, I put in some butter on uh, the bun, some dark meat, touch of mayo, salt, pepper, gravy, cranberry sauce. Yeah, you did. Boom! Yeah, you did. <laughs> Boom. Um, did not do the marshmallow yams. Should have. I saw a few oh. people on Instagram did. I got outvoted. I was the, the only jam, one that was yeah. trying. Yep. And then no one else wanted I it. I had no say. I was in a completely different spot, so I had no say. <sighs> So let down. So that, that first portion of the, the day after leftovers, because I made two sandwiches and then I packed them away to the back of the fridge where no one looks. So that's my lunch today. the gravy on there already, so oh, you've got the moist maker. Call. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. Lord Geddes, what are you grateful for? I actually mentioned this during one of my shows on the weekend on Virgin Radio KW here. Um, I am grateful for the fact that Limbo is getting older. And I mean this in the way that she is just so chill in situations that she would normally not be chill in. Yep. And I know it's always freaky when your dog's getting older. But man, she was with my niece this weekend. My niece is like a year and a couple months, whatever. She loves kids, but now she's she's old enough to know not to trample them because I just think she's a little bit too tired to want to try to do that. You know, it's always out of love. Still gave her a big smooch on the cheek, which I don't think she enjoyed, my niece enjoyed at all. (laughs) But, you know, Limbo was also super chill when we got back home yesterday. I had some lawn maintenance to do. She just lied down on the front lawn. Didn't do a thing. Just chilling. Fantastic. It's a gift. When they get to that age, they just, it's a gift. It really is. Backstage, Ben, what are you grateful for? Leaves. Love the leaves. Got to say, when you're stuck in traffic, looking around at all the leaves and the colors. So Huntsville, like we went up to Huntsville where backstage Sarah's mom lives. And we weren't the only ones that went up there. It's the like number one destination yeah. for Thanksgiving weekend. They actually time it all out. So I was talking about the leaves. And Sarah's mom was like, yeah, you missed all the red ones. The red ones are gone now. It's like they're so specific. She's like, you go to up to Al- Algonquin, they're like five days behind because of the elevation. So the red leaves are up there right now. But now we're dealing with yellow and oranges here. <laughs> like she knew specifically exactly <laughs> what color each leaf on each tree should look like. <laughs> so your head was spinning. You're like, I just want vibrant colors. <laughs> I, I didn't want, I didn't need a full education here. But it was it was beautiful. We did a ton of walking, a ton of hikes up there on the thousands of trails that are up there and it was it was brilliant. I took I took more pictures than I have taken <laughs> in a long Ever? time. Honestly. <laughs> I thought it was uh, a Sears catalog. It was beautiful. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Those were pretty nice backstage Ben. <laughs> Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. I did not know that. I did not know that. I did not know that. You could argue that Europe, they they do things a little bit differently. Uh, fashion, notably, we we're just talking off the air, Laura and I, that things are just, they pop up a, a, a little different, whether it's early on something or just a little bit trendier or way less casual, as we like to rock here in North America. 
Another example would be technology. Oftentimes, they lead the way, and then we follow whether it be a year or a couple of years after. How about the reality of sushi, ice cream, and medicine deliveries by drones? Moving a step closer. So yesterday, they kicked off five different companies participating in this program across Europe that will have about 300 flights per day above open areas in various countries conducting different types of tasks on flight paths assigned by this joint control system. So they're building out a whole network. That way drones aren't running into each other or into airplanes and bird, all those kind of things. Good move, yeah. So it's as simple as if you're a customer and you want some takeout, You'll be able to enter in your order via a dedicated app that ties in. It's Think of a la an Uber Eats or something like that. And boom, only a few minutes later, your ice cream flies to your balcony on the 13th floor. And <laughs> what's that buzz? Well, there's your delivery. Yeah, Go the buzz up. is what... Ugh, I, I, drones are such a pet peeve of mine for mm-hmm. that exact reason. Go hike the dog. I'll hear zzz, You look up. Ah, yeah. oh, man. And it's, uh, but... Also, what do you do when, like, you know, Sammy the Stork smells your sushi on that big old drone? Good Thank point. You. Yeah. Well, I was because I was thinking, I'm like, okay, let's bring this local. We're talking all about Europe. Could you imagine being, you're on the beach somewhere, Lake Huron Shoreline, just having a wonderful afternoon, and you, you order some Mackies, or you order, like, it just a burger and fries, and you want a milkshake, and next thing you know, your drone's in a fight with nine seagulls. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Can't happen. <sighs> no. No. Um... And drone pilots. Who's? What are you going to pay a fifteen dollar an hour Gen Zer, Aiden, Jaden, or Addison to fly it for you? Like, I, I, well, they love tech, and I get it. I just I don't know how long it's going to take for this to pop off here in North America. I unfortunately think not long. I honestly think the fact that you have found a way for somebody to be even more lazy it will work really really well no because i'm telling you you don't even have to you don't even have to see a human that way technically if these drones are as accurate as they appear to be you would probably maybe even need to take less steps than you would if your uber eats driver dropped that off on your front stoop i know well that's just it and they always get even special uh delivery notifications you're like please front door and the next thing you know it's at the back door beside the dumpster you're yeah like, yeah at least the dro- okay the drone you could market or something like here aim to this laser point this is where we need our food put an x down right in front yeah. of the door yeah. yeah here's your delivery you, drop spot do you think that uh tipping culture is also going to destroy the drone marketplace too are your people going to start posting online being like well you still need to tip your drone 20 percent because they <laughs> whoever's flying that drone worked really hard in this snowstorm hey battery charges aren't free yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's jeff and laura in the morning with backstage ben my station virgin radio good news ish canadians immunized against covid19 with the AstraZeneca vaccine. Remember, the the best vaccine is the one you can get your hands on, or into your arm at least. Uh, that was me. <laughs> that, was, that was the first dose. Yeah. And then came the, oh, well, you can't come into the U.S. if you've got that mixed setup. It's not recognized. Then the back and forth between the governments. And here's the thing. If you have AstraZeneca, you've got a double dose of it. The understanding is you're going to be able to fly into the United States. However, it's not so clear whether those with mixed doses will make the cut yet. And this is a right now it's impacting snowbirds, those that right now oh, yeah. packing up and hopping on a plane or loading up the RV down to uh, their beloved trailer park in Boca Vista Bay. 
<laughs> for the nice Florida vacation for uh, the winter months. And the numbers are pretty high. Almost 4 million Canadians have two different doses. I'm uh, one of them. Yeah. Yeah, did you go AstraZeneca, the first one also? I'm Fiderna. Oh. <laughs> so we'll, that's what we're waiting on. And the, the thing, too, to, to think about is double check your insurance coverage. There have been a few people that have done, okay, we're off on vacay, and then uh, someone getting a little ill, thankfully not COVID, but then checking with the insurance company going, yeah, well, if you didn't check, not all of the policies have the COVID-19 coverage. So you get sick. Anything that relates to that, it's on your own dime to get home. Is that a mm. is that a move from insurance companies? You'd think that they'd try to upsell you COVID coverage, but well, then they, if they didn't mention it, it also is like a get out of insurance free card. It's the it's a, where they're running into problems again. Not all, but some. If you have a plan through work, yeah. it's kind of that's the policy that companies right, are paying for right. forever and a day. So the premiums haven't been adjusted. Mm-hmm. But if you're seeking your own independent travel insurance or the add-on, like right. a lot of the credit card insurance, it's like, well, I put it on my credit card. I booked a trip through that. Yeah, yeah it's, it's not necessarily covered. So just do your homework if you do have travel anywhere. Because, man, oh, man, hospital stays, other parts of the world. I had... I had 18 hours in the Dominican, and that was a $16,000 bill for a couple of bags of IV and an ambulance visit or a a trip. So, can't imagine. I think it's also important to remember, too, check with your work what the policy is. Because, again, if you get sick and let's say, you know, you're not in the hospital or whatever, but you still have to take a bunch of sick days. I know some companies did change their policy when everything started popping off, saying Mm -hmm. if you're choosing to travel during a pandemic... You don't get to, you know, if you run out of sick days, that's it. Mm-hmm. That's tough. Yeah, and not everybody has the luxury. Some companies will let you buy sick days based on they average out what it costs. If you want to buy more, quote, holidays to cover off sick days. But not everybody has that luxury. So we'll keep uh, an eye on it, Laura. We'll have more through the course of the morning about the whole half-blended vaccine, et cetera, between the CDC and, and uh, the Canadian government. But the update is the land border between the U.S. and Canada still remain closed to at least... The 21st of this month. Again, fingers crossed. We'll see people there. They want a target run before the holidays. They want to get a little <laughs> Olive Garden, that bottomless <laughs> bowl of yeah. pasta. Yeah. It's, it, that is life for oh so many of us. Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben every morning. Virgin Radio. Turning into your parents' moment. Maybe you lean toward one parent more so than the other, or you've got a bit of a blend of both. And I've discovered that I've got a trait from my mom and my dad. And then I got into the conversation of, Oh, my God. It's happened or it is happening. I'm currently in this transformation. Started with, okay, weekend. What are you doing weekends? You relax. We've got some downtime. Mm-hmm. My dad always had the rule. Phone does not ring before 9 a.m. and after 9 p.m. That's the rule. Okay. And my daughter got a phone call to go part-time job, pick up an extra shift. Her phone, who is calling you? It's 918. What is this? It better be an emergency. Then I'm like, why do I care? <laughs> it better be an emergency. <laughs> but I just went to it and the words fell out of my mouth. Like oh, I knew no. how to address the situation. Yeah. Wow. Ooh. Scary. My mom, her power move was. So I'll be honest. I'd be blunt if she was on the phone right now. I, I'd reiterate the fact my mom is a, she's a terrible driver. 
because she does everything last minute. Like breaking is last minute. My dad would often say, I do the breaks twice a year. She burns through brake pads. Oh, wow. Everything is a hard immediate break. Oh, yikes. Well, my mom would always do this thing where she would put her hand across your chest if she had to break quick at all. Yeah. But often it was like... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm good. I remember I was 15. We were driving in Owen Sound and she hit me so hard. I said, listen, <laughs> mom, trust the seatbelt or next time, let me go through the windshield. It'll hurt less. <laughs> It'll be easier. Please. Please. Well, what did I do the other morning going to get some groceries leading up to Thanksgiving? My daughter's in the car. I had to do a little uh, evasive maneuver to get around somebody because they decided they were going to do a random turn with no blinker. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So my hand, yeah. same thing. I'm like, I am my mother. I did that move yesterday on the stop and go traffic. Yep, it happens. Turning into your parents' moments. So there, there's two. That, that That's within the span of seven days. I had one uh, over the weekend. Again, we were taking one of our many, many walks, which is a very un-my-parents thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> but as we were walking, there was a plaque. And it has occurred to me, I will stop and read plaques now, (laughs) which is my dad. It takes him five times longer to get through anything because he reads the plaques. It could be like a brick that has a little bit of information in the corner of it. He'll read it because he wants to know the information. (laughs) Sure enough, we're looking. Hey, did you know that this is a habitat for snapping turtles? I'll be here. (laughs) Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben every morning. Virgin Radio. When was the turn for you? When did you turn into one of your parents or, in fact, a blend of both? Laura, you want to jump in with something. Okay, so this is something that, you know, you grow up and your parents have some traits that you're like, I will make sure I never become this thing. It's a trait that you want to make sure you don't even have. Well, I'm here and I'm knee deep in this trait from my wonderful mother, Donna. I have noticed, especially in the last couple years, maybe it's because I'm with a beautiful Brazilian cyber cop and he has a lot more self-control when it comes to a dinner plate than I do. My mom's biggest trait is that when you are full, she will force you to eat at least another full plate. What? And she will that's her thing. She food is her love language. So she wants to make sure you're real stuff. She really wants to make sure that you are feeling the love. There is no end to the amount my mother will make you eat. And I have noticed that I have started to make people do that, especially when I cook food for them. But I'm always like, if you're at my house, I'm always like, here, eat more, eat more, eat more. And it's gotten to the point where the beautiful Brazilian cyber cop has had to say, Laura, I'm full. You need to stop trying to make me eat food. <laughs> and you're like, come on, Hinato, here comes the plane. <laughs> <laughs> like, it is something I, I noticed. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. And I know I'm starting to react the same way my mom did, which was she'd get a little upset. You know, if you just if you ha- you have to be stern with her and say, mom, I can't eat anymore. But when that gets said to me, I'm like, oh, well, then didn't cook this for nothing. <laughs> I mean, leftovers are okay. And it's that whole eat to fill, not to kill mentality. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And that's exactly why I said I would never adopt this trait because like me as an adult, I never know when to stop. But nope, I just want to make sure the lineage is carried on, I guess. Well, you're doing your part. Yep. (laughs) I texted Landon said, um, (laughs) said, uh, as as a kids, my dad was such an aggressive driver. My mom would scream at him as I now do the exact same with my own husband. Say that's the thing. It's just, it, is he an aggressive driver or are you just a nervous passenger? Yeah. Because you need an independent party to say, yeah, they're an aggressive driver. You need a backseat driver in this case. Yeah. It, ab- absolutely, you do. 
Um, another one that says, when I was in university, my parents used to call me every day. Now, it's me calling them every day on my way home from work. See, little role reversal. Now, you are, they say it's often, it's like you don't do what your parents tell you to do. You Like, you do what you, they, do. they do. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, like, you are a product of your environment, for sure. Another text said, good morning, I... I became my mom actually in my early 20s. My sister was visiting me when I was folding an extra piece of wax paper and I put it back in the drawer. I said, what are you doing? I said, well, I'm saving in case I need to use it as a grease pan. It's too good to throw out. <laughs> oh, oh, oh boy. If if that sort of thing, I remember my first cast iron pan and seasoning that and then re-seasoning it like a year later and taking such joy in re-seasoning my cast iron pan. <laughs> This was this was like a decade ago. <laughs> so I was my dad for a long time, apparently. <laughs> I went from the, oh, this restaurant has live music, cool, to, as you b- both now know, oh, damn, they're setting up a drum kit. We got to go. <laughs> <laughs> that was my dad through and through. Like, when you go to Chuck E. Cheese and they would plug in all the animatronic yeah. animals, we were out. Well, Check, please. Yeah. <laughs> or when you... You're at an expensive restaurant now, and in your mind, you're like, oh, I deserve this. I've worked so hard for it. And you're, you're eating that meal, but then the thought rolls through your mind of, I could do this for half the price at home. Oh, Have yeah. you ever oh. been locked into that? Because that, like, that, that is totally my dad's move. Then I've been married to your dad for <laughs> almost 10 years. <laughs> Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben every morning. Virgin Radio. Turning into your parents. That's okay. It's okay. Because it, here's the thing: They're there. if you if if you want to, because you really look up to them and you love them dearly, then that's great. If there's some traits that you don't like, at least you're now you identified and you've acknowledged it, and you can stop that 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 action, that statement, that the, the method of how you operate. Ooh, a text that said, "Oh my God, guys! Over the weekend, I actually used. Do not make me turn this car around." Ooh, that's OG yeah. threats. That's Big OG parent that's move. Yep. Peak. <laughs> that is OG for sure. Uh, someone else said, my mom passed down her scale of finding toilet paper sales. I could open my own store. <laughs> Always handy because yeah. the thing is, you pay often far too much. They jack the price and it goes one place down the toilet. Well, one place before that. Well, but, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> T- technically, Benny. Yes, you're absolutely right. <laughs> Couple of pit stops. <laughs> Am I alone in this one? I have done this since the day after I got married. Before we go anywhere, it could be away for the a couple of hours. It could be away on a road trip. Am I alone in, I clean the house? Like, I'll be vacuuming as the car is being loaded. That's so, smart, yeah. So it's like, what are you doing? My logic is, isn't it great to come home to a super clean house? Yeah. Floors, beds are made, all that. Absolutely. Then yeah. really your only worry is, well, we can do a couple loads of laundry before bed, and then we're all set for the week. Yep. Yeah, that's always a great feeling. I wish I was like that. (laughs) I wish I was like your parents. Does it count as me becoming my dad by saying that I can also grow a mustache now too? (laughs) Uh, Well, I guess the the question, are you both proud that you can? (laughs) His is a pretty Uh, good one, I got to say. Yeah, actually, we're both rocking the uh, down down to the wood, as they would say. So who knows? No, you did. Your dad shaved it. Yep, all gone. What? Yeah, wow. so we match right now. Will he bring I mean, it give back? Give me a couple days. Maybe I'll have more. Ah, uh, not quite sure. Not quite sure. But that's like that's a Donald Gettys go to. So I mean, you know, got to be slightly proud of your daughter for that one. Wow, that is impressive. That's a big mm-hmm. change. I remember when Trebek got rid of the mustache. It was a bit of a shock to the system, but. Are you your parents? Have you have you made that turn? 
Have you, okay, another one. Have you ever reloaded the dishwasher after someone else loaded it? And then you stand up and be like, damn it, I am my dad. Yeah. Because I'm trying to train a teenager, 15. And on purpose, I think she's loading it horribly wrong. So then she'll, let me do it. Like, that's that's the teenager power move, is yep, it not? Yep, Okay, so yeah, she's outsmarting me. Well done. Well, I guess I'm much like my dad, too. <laughs> Got to by a child. Go. <laughs> it's Jeff and Laura in the morning with Backstage Ben. My station. Virgin Radio. It's Guest Gossip. On Virgin Radio. So this interview actually happened last week, but then TMZ picked it up yesterday, and that's where the internet has been popping off about this. Demi Lovato was promoting their new Peacock special, Unidentified, and Demi was asked if there was any misconceptions about aliens, you know, things that people should know. And Demi said, I think we have to stop calling them aliens, because aliens is a derogatory term for anything. That's why I like to call them ETs. So yeah, that's a little tidbit, little information that I learned. I think that's the level of sensitivity, which is the reason why aliens don't want to take over this planet anymore. I think they're just like, you know what, we yeah. give up. Yeah, I agree. I understand the term alien can be derogatory for people. For people, 100%. But- for actual aliens? <laughs> yeah. Do they care? Do they care? I assure Although, you they probably don't. So Demi likes to call them ETs. I will say, if we are giving them new names, I like Space Buds. Space Buds? That's fun. Yeah. You know, like it seems like like alien dogs or yeah. something like that. I like that. Less worrisome because the other side is like aliens, you think of the, the movie Alien. And they were not the friendliest. Yeah. Okay. So think of E.T.? To give Demi some points here, they did say that there's a, always a misconception. I don't, I don't know how Demi knows if they're correct about this or not, but there is a misconception that aliens, if they come to Earth or if they're already here, they're going to take over the Earth and it's going to be really terrible. That's another misconception. It's like maybe they're just going to be friends. Space buds, like I said. Like the movie Paul. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 100%. Kim Kardashian West made her SNL debut on the weekend, and it was good. She roasted just about everybody in her monologue. I married the best rapper of all time. Not only that, he's the richest black man in America. A talented, legit genius who gave me four incredible kids. When I divorced him, you have to know it came down to just one thing. His personality. <laughs> Pretty funny. Kanye West, by the way, was in the audience that night. He was in he was there. Like they're oh, wow. he's they're the most supportive divorced couple I've ever met. They did not go to the after party together. Kanye West went to a separate hotel. It's not like it, it does not appear that Kim and Kanye are hooking up again by any way, shape, or form, but they're just there to support the whole family. And I vibe with this so hard. I, I love that. I love that they're supporting each other. I'm surprised he didn't get up and leave at that joke. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't like- know. Maybe he wrote it. He definitely didn't wrote it. No. No, and neither did she, to be clear. No, <laughs> as yeah, great as that okay, monologue is, she had nothing to yes. do with it. <laughs> oh, yeah. And that's the conversation I was having with a friend. It was like, oh, well, she didn't write her own jokes. And it's still about the delivery and about how you're able to laugh at yourself, which I would say up until this point, any Kardashian kingdom is pretty not not a yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah. Any host, any host short of like Chappelle and Chris Rock and yeah. actual stand-ups, they don't write their own, their own monologues. Yeah, exactly. It's all good. 
She did yep. a great job. It, I think it she was, really did it a good fit job. well. You can Benny acknowledge it. it. It's a little stiff per se, but it's it's not like that is her like acting is not her number one skill. Yeah, that's actually one thing I will point out. It's it was interesting to see Kim Kardashian be nervous for once. Now I I don't watch Keeping Up with the Kardashians, so I don't know if you got to kind of look into that. You probably did during the what thirteen years that that reality show was on. But as somebody who's more of an outsider to that realm, you could see her be a little bit nervous. The vibe I got from her while she was doing her monologue was when. And the maid of honor has to say a speech at a wedding and I've known you since the day <laughs> that we first shared that peanut butter you know I got yeah. that vibe but it was super cute I think it was really well done alright mornings with Jeff Laura and backstage Ben Virgin Radio Ashley's on the line she wants to quote destroy backstage Ben so ooh, one worse than beat backstage Ben she wants to destroy Backstage Ben. That is the goal. <laughs> Ashley's. Uh, it's a little. Uh, it's a little quieter in the car because you've got one kiddo dropped off. You've got another though in the back seat. Maybe it's the early morning sleepies because the car makes anyone sleepy. So maybe that. Yes. Uh, will prevent any sort of background noise. But if that happens, that's okay. We'll play through it. For, okay, for anyone who's brand new to this, backstage Ben and Ashley are going to go head to head with the same trivia question. So Ashley gets to go first while Ben masks up. He's uh, out of the room in just a moment. From there, uh, Ashley's questions. Then we'll bring Benny back in. And the most points out of three wins for uh, for anyone keeping score. I mean, I'd do it anyway. 228 wins for Ben. 31 losses and 81 ties. And you're confident with a the theme of uh, food slash nutrition that you can beat backstage Ben today? I am fairly confident. Okay. We like this. All right. We'll turn it over to Laura Gannis. Okay, Ashley. Are you ready to beat backstage Ben? Yes. Okay, good. First question. If your body cannot digest this sugar in milk, you have what kind of intolerance? Lactose. Yeah, you got it. Okay, next question. Canada got rid of the four food groups in 2019. The new standard plate guideline includes a quarter of your plate being full of starchy foods, a quarter of protein food, whether that be uh, vegetable-based or meat-based, and half a plate full of what? What were the first two again? Sorry. Uh, The new standard plate guideline includes a quarter of your plate being a starchy food, a quarter of your plate being protein, and half a plate of what? Uh, vegetables. Yeah, you got it. Okay. Even with a baby crying in the background, too. I know. I was like, you got a little helper in the background. (laughs) Okay, 35. He's trying to assist. Oh, hi, Arthur. Arthur's like, yeah, I'm hungry. Let's do this. (laughs) Third and final question. This vitamin helps your body to absorb calcium. What is it? D. Vitamin D. Yeah, you got it. Boom. Oh, boy. Okay, this is a game. This is a game. Let's see what he can do, because at the best, Benny can tie. Benny! Oh, did he forget his key card? No, he's in. Did he forget his card? Okay. This is just stalling now. Yeah, I know. Wonky key card, Benny. Um, So, Ashley, she did have a minor interruption in the background with the baby crying. Oh, yeah. But still went three for three. Oh, oh, uh-oh. <laughs> Jeff, start crying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ashley, would you like to trash talk Mr. Benny? You know what? No. <laughs> I mean, trivia is a civilized game, so. Wow. Oh, I appreciate that. 
Wow. Talk about setting an example for your sweet child in the back. Yeah, <laughs> true. <laughs> it's gentle parenting. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Benny. Well, here we go then. If your body cannot digest this sugar and milk, you have this intolerance. Lactose. Correct. Next question. Canada got rid of the four food groups. The new standard plate guideline includes a quarter starch, a quarter protein food, and half a plate of what? Your greens, your veggies. That's correct. Third and final question. This vitamin helps your body to absorb calcium. What is it? D. Got to get that D. Uh, yeah. You're right. You're right. Wow. Sorry to disappoint everybody. Wasn't yeah, complete, was not complete destruction, but to a three for three score, that is always acknowledged. Yeah. That's impressive. Perfect. Couple of nutritious people right here, huh? <laughs> yeah. I'm, you know, it's it's truth. You really just uh, you can't judge somebody. You got to look on the inside. That's what you got to do. So you can tell how they're nutritious. <laughs> That was uh, that was quite the game. Uh, like the food theme, based off of what was a, a food coma. I hope for so many. Yeah, Ashley, yep. there it is. Now, not a win per se, but Laura loves to acknowledge it and says she she celebrates ties because at least it's not a win for Ben. Exactly. There it is. Love to have you back to uh, go head to head to see if you can break this tie with Beat Backstage Ben. We'll give you a chance tomorrow at around eight forty to try and beat Backstage Ben. Jeff and Laura in the morning with Backstage Ben on Virgin Radio. Happy <laughs> Halloween, friends. It is a happy Halloween for so many of those that really enjoy the season. Talk about a jump. $620 million spent in Canada last year. That's on all things under the Halloween umbrella. From costumes to cards to, to lawn decorations and obviously candy being a big one in there. So that was 2020. 2021. They're expecting a record of around a billion dollars spent by Canadians. Oh, wow. That's Whoa. a big old increase, friends. Yeah. It, Man. People are still making some some accommodations. There are going to be a lot more bowls in the front of the house saying, hey, just take one or take a couple for trick-or-treaters. We ended up doing that. I, I couldn't not last year. We did the shoot. We had a shoot of some sort. Yeah, I saw that, that build out. That was yeah. pretty fun. Yeah. We did that, and we did inside the house for our own kids, mm-hmm. as if like a spooky Easter bunny came by. We hit all the chocolates <laughs> and everything, and then turned all the lights up. I tried to scare my kids by like hiding in the corners and everything. That it worked once, and then they just knew it was me. <laughs> and the fact you live in a century home, they could hear you walking. Yeah, the <laughs> yeah. <laughs> gee, I wonder where Dad is. Pretend to be scared. <laughs> Almost forty percent of Canadians either plan on attending or hosting a Halloween party this year. This is giving me such FOMO. This is giving me such FOMO because I was invited to a Halloween soiree and I very much want to go. But the time X money that it costs to participate in Halloween for me, that's what's making me. I thought this would be another year that would be acceptable to sit it out. No. I didn't think we were there yet. Is this the comeback year? Because that's. It feels like it. Did you see everybody's Thanksgiving photos featuring 30 plus people? Like, Mm -hmm. let's be real. You can go to it. And you look at the Vax numbers, right? We did what we were asked to do. We're all wearing masks. Halloween. Thank you. Some of the It costumes. Shocker. Squid Game. You could make that out of some farm overalls and just bleach up some uh, some loafers. Because you can't get the white vans. Those are real difficult to find. Those are sold out. 
Still very popular, Witches, Vampires, and Ghosts, part of the top five Mandalorian from The Mandalorian. Definitely, yeah. Uh, any of the three or four kind of big characters in Among Us? That was a conversation. Oh, yeah, just different colored little yeah. characters. Yeah, that's a big My one. My 10-year-old, she's on the... She's like, Dad, because it comes... I can wear a mask underneath, but then wear the mask and the helmet. I'm like, that'll be foggy, but if it's if you're up for it. Cruella DeVille from Cruella. Ooh, high fashion yeah, Cruella. That yeah, is, that's, Ooh, that's popping off. That's fun. Yeah. Emma Stone did a great job with it. Glenn Close. Like, it's, yep. a, it's a pretty phenomenal movie. And then uh, one that I didn't see coming with Lola Bunny from Space Jam 2, apparently. You didn't see that coming? Well, just I didn't think it'd be one of the it Halloween costumes of all the options that are out oh, there. Oh, you, you, you didn't know the amount of any costume with bunny ears people will wear. <laughs> I was going to say short shorts and a tank top. Come on. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um, that's the thing. So for me, for Halloween, I think it's always really fun to be a sexy something that's not sexy at all. You oh, know, like right. a sexy yeah, Mr. Yeah. Potato Head. And then yeah. you look like really, you know, got to get the laughs. It's whatever floats your boat. But now I'm having massive FOMO. Do you guys know what you're being for Halloween? Are you dressing up? Yes. Uh, well, I've got, I think, <laughs> I'm going to be doing, I think, three costumes this year. Oh, and my gosh. Have, Easy there, Beyonce. <laughs> we have a uh, a family party that we're going to go to. Like, families are yeah. going, and they all have okay. to be on theme. So we're thinking of Scooby-Doo. We'll bring Barlow. He'll be Scooby-Doo. Maybe Shaggy. You're already wearing the hat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then Drunk Pirate, as as usual. Uh, the 31st generally brings out the Drunk Pirate. <laughs> <laughs> You could recycle, you could borrow that costume the day that Benny's not wearing it, Laura. That's true. Hmm. Yeah. And you're a thrifter. I bet you you could hit up a, a, a thrift shop and for like 30 bucks or less, you could I put know, together quite the costume. I know. I just want it to be funny. I love doing that sort of stuff, but I just, I was running out of time. I don't know. You could join the Scooby-Doo. You've basically got the Velma sweater on right now. You so. really I yeah. actually am wearing an orange turtleneck yeah. <laughs> crop sweater. There's time. It's October 12th. You have plenty of time to come up with a costume. Because then you can eliminate the FOMO and have fun, but still make it very cost effective. Hey, look, what are you being? Uh, to be determined. Claire's going to help me. My youngest wants to help me because she, she wants to uh, go walk with a few friends. It's a trick-or-treat, and I don't mind uh, a little walk with a, a Yeti, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Yep. So don't don't that FOMO. Fun. Go, bro. Go <laughs>